0: Thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, unattended baggage, along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Stadium and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151. Wiley.
1: How are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well. That's it. That's all you got, huh? Yeah. Yeah. My wallet's fat. I'm I'm happy. You know, life is good. Why is you wallet fat? Because I kicked y'all's asses in poker. How do you think that that's the case? By the way, <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay,
0: so first off, in the in the in the tournament itself, right? I did better than you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have to admit that in the tournament, um, you tied for first, and I came in second. So I guess you could say that way. Yeah, cuz you you and uh, Mike chopped the uh the final pot. It was down to you two and you were just playing heads up back and forth forever so you just said chop I would, the pot. it
0: wasn't forever. I kept asking to chop the pot at, the, at when I when he finally agreed to yes, I
1: actually should have said no. Well, yeah, because you actually I think at that point you I might took have, him you for, might have taken for a good, Yeah, he, you doubled was, up a couple I was, of times. I was
0: I was I would say I was 60/40 in the chip count at that point. Right.
1: But it was, I, it wanted to end anyway just to get to the cash games. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so I only won my money back in the tournament, but in the cash games, I came out way heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, th- I think yeah, I... Yeah, all the winnings I had in the tournament, I lost in the cash games. They're in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was... But I, uh, I, I, I came up like maybe 20 bucks over. I, I, I was up like uh, 160 bucks. Something in that neighborhood. Good for you, so, buddy. Yeah. So, and, uh, cause man, I was kept drinking at that point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You were pretty wasted. <laughs> I was having a good time. It, it kept getting easy. I didn't want the night to end because, you know, all you guys, uh, kept getting really smashed, and I'm kind of, you know, uh, pacing myself yes <laughs> so it kept becoming easier and easier to beat y'all but well i never get to play cards at a place where i can drink because i was going to drive home right exactly like, so i
0: can't just get hammered yeah that, that's why home, i had I'm to like, moderate i'm gonna get fucking hammered
1: oh yeah yeah so. i do that at my house too uh, when the game's at my house and i i generally lose those nights so I, I might need to rethink my Did strategy. Do you really consider it a
0: loss or just consider it no, that you had
1: fun? It was an expensive good time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, sometimes it's a really cheap good time. Sometimes it's a profitable good time. Other times it's a expensive good time. But exactly. But it's always a good time. It's a good time, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. So, oh, fun had by all. Just like we'll have today at 3 o'clock. That's right. Uh, we're going to... Uh, Stillhouse House Brewery. Still House Brewery in, uh, right in downtown Palm Harbor. Uh, so we'll be there from uh, 3 to 4 if uh, you listeners uh, catch us in time and want to come by. Uh, today is Saturday, October 9th. Uh, Uh, We'll be at uh, Stillhouse Brewery from 3 to 4. So come on out if you catch us in time. Yes. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, so I I wanted to make a note of the poker table. Yes. Okay. It's a very nice poker table, by the way. It is a very nice poker table. Um, However, you spent all that time being totally freaked out because you wanted that thing set up at, like, 9.30 in the morning so that it was in place and ready. How long did it take to set up the poker table i mean it only took like a minute or two I, yeah, i'm gonna say from the time we opened my my truck door to get the table out uh to the time it was set up and ready to play was about 90 seconds maybe yeah and uh, it, you know it, i told you that i mean here's the thing though it doesn't change the fact that i wanted it set up the night before <laughs> it doesn't change that at all <laughs> but it makes no sense it makes no sense i'm not saying it that makes that table sense. was set up a half hour beforehand and ready to go And you know and it's a very nice table by the way yeah you know it was
0: even nicer which than i, I thought need it back was for be. next month Well, you could have taken it back whenever you wanted. I didn't
1: want to take it back that night. You know, I'll catch it another time.
0: Well, that, you know, that room was put back to normal fucking like that night. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put it all back to normal so I could lounge. Nice. Now it's filled up again, though, but now it's filled up with all of Mikey's stuff. Yeah. Because he got in trouble. So now his room is cleared.
1: What? What happened?
0: I just, you know, being a kid. So you cleared out his room? Well, I mean, I mean, I wasn't the purveyor of the punishment. But. <laughs> so he's banished from his room? No, he's not banished from it. He can be in there,
1: but there's oh, nothing else like in his there. electronics are, are taken out, huh? Mm. Oh, so he's and gra- the desk? He's he's grounded from that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was it? Porn? No, it wasn't porn. No,
0: no, it wasn't anything that cool. Oh
1: no, <laughs> I would have fought for him if it was porn, <laughs> right? But it wasn't, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what else is going on in your world? Uh, not too
0: much. I mean, it was just a busy week, man. You know, you're, a lot, a lot wait, of weird shit going on. You're going on. to a burlesque show tonight. I am going to a burlesque show tonight. So after... Which sounds terrifying. So so what happens is, so <laughs> the girls decided that they wanted to do, because, you know, Danielle's on the board of the Richard right. Senkos Theater. Yeah. So they wanted to do a, they wanted to, you know, whenever there's an event going on, she wants to see if she wants to go. So right. So they, there's a burlesque show, so they're getting all dressed up and, but then I'm like, well, I got my, I got the... I have my, my, my drink, you know, the bruise night. You know? Right. And so finally, I figured that I could do both because they were a little irritated to begin with. But then I'm like, look, I already said I was going to do this. So this is already a thing. I'm not right. canceling. So I figured out that if I go there, I can go there from three to four. Right. Leave there immediately from from there, go right to the uh, Richie Suncoast Theater and then get in. Right. Well, it'll take a little bit longer than that because down in downtown Newport Richie is bike fest.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. Which well, that, really—that's like a once-a-month thing, though, isn't it? Mm-mm. Oh, okay.
0: No, no, no. They literally block off blocks,
1: not one oh, road really? blocks. Oh, that's cool for the. Well, that sounds like fun too, motorcycle people. But I'm—I I'm, would be a little bit terrified by the uh, uh, Port Richie Community Theater burlesque show, though. New Port Richie. New Port Richie, whatever. Um. You know. No. No. Port Richie's a different town. So I like understand that, but it's. Uh, for I mean, if you for did the, understand that, though, for you the wouldn't purpose have done it, of this conversation, it really doesn't matter. Well, but it does. The though. point me, is, is that I'm picturing the type of people who would normally participate in community theater, mm-hmm. a community theater burlesque show. Yeah, and uh, seeing a burlesque show is. Uh, yeah, it's a little terrifying. I got a feeling. I'll take a picture while I'm there. I, I got a feeling that the uh, average age on stage is going to be about uh, 74, and I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of gilfs, hey, there's gonna if be you a know what I'm saying. It's going to be a hot and flexible. I, I <laughs> Man,
0: I just I, pretty, It's going to be PYT, boy. Pretty hot and tempting. Lady, you know what I'm saying. You need to you, take
1: video, because <laughs> <laughs> I got to see that, because I ain't believe in it. <laughs> I'm going to take a video while I'm there. You should, yeah. I you would, know what?
0: And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on the Telegram, so you have to go on the Telegram in order to see it, motherfucker.
1: And no, I'm not doing that. Uh, so,
0: are you sure? Because I'm going to do it.
1: Look, I'll just hack your account, dude. It's not that oh, <laughs> that's not cool, man.
0: That's not even fucking cool at all, man.
1: No, I don't want to be on Telegram. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, big week this week, huh? A lot. Uh, are you with me? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Uh, put your phone down. That's Quite a good one. Huh? Quiet down. Um, so uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. I loaded up the show notes with stuff. There's so much going on this week. You did load up the show notes, by the way. But I'm going to let you drive. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to take us first? I want to start at the top, though. I want to start with the Pandora Papers. Right, right.
0: So if you don't know that there was a treasure trove of... Uh, papers that have come out. And Pandora, when I first saw this, I actually thought it was like Pandora, like there's going to be something...
1: About Pandora? Nef- the
0: nefar- Nefarious going on about my favorite music listening to right. app?
1: Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. There probably is. You just don't know about it yet. Well, yeah,
0: I, that's fine to me, but I'm just saying I don't know about it yet. But this Pandora papers was the biggest ever leak of offshore data exposes financial secrets of rich and powerful. Now, when you look into this, though, Really, what it shows you is, like, all the ways in which people can get out of paying taxes. Right. At the end of the day. It's all it is. All it is is, here's how the rich and powerful that instill taxes upon all of you get out of paying those same taxes. Right.
1: Right. And it shouldn't be a shock to anyone. I I mean, mean, we know they were doing it
0: anyway. It's just all this does is... um, um you got to lay it out. So, branded the Pandora Papers, the cachet includes 11.9 million files from companies hired by wealthy clients to create offshore structures and trusts in tax havens such as Panama, Dubai, Monaco, Switzerland and the Cayman Islands. They expose the secret offshore affairs of 35 world leaders, including current and former presidents, prime ministers, and heads of state. They also shine a light on the secret finances of more than 300 other public officials, such as government ministers, judges, mayors, and military generals in more than 90 countries.
1: Right, right. And, you know, again, big shock. I mean, (laughs) this is what these folks do. They uh, pass laws for you, and then they find ways to get around them. Yeah there's no other way to say it than that though. yeah like there's no other way to go this is how they steal your money right and then
0: hide it so they don't have to pay taxes on the money they stole
1: right right and so you don't know how much they stole yes you know
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so you can't figure out how much money actually was that's right
1: yeah it's you know just par for the course man if if at this point you're still surprised by things like this you're just not paying attention because this is what they all do this is really what all politics is about for most people in politics it's about personal enrichment for them and nothing else matters except for staying in power so they can t- continue to personally enrich themselves yeah
0: that's you know? that's exactly what it is yeah. man it's it, it, it you shouldn't be surprised
1: no the not only even th- remotely
0: when people look at this they should say well how can i set those things up well
1: yeah exactly you what know, run for office <laughs> um, you know, North Dakota actually government. was
0: considered a tax haven too. By the way, did yeah. you know that? Right. I thought that one was actually pretty funny. Is it? Yeah.
1: Is it North Dakota or Montana?
0: No, North Dakota. It's North Dakota. Yeah,
1: I thought it was Montana that was uh you know, had the uh, more lax uh, regulations there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. You know, here's the thing: if these were normal people, I would applaud them for doing that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. What I'm yeah.
1: Well, like, here's the thing: I don't like the I don't like the government officials that did it, but the right. private citizens that did it. Got no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we should all be doing if we were smart and had the wherewithal. I mean, it takes a lot of money to set up these types of structures. So you're not going to do it for your, you know, uh, $100,000 IRA. Yeah. You know, that's not going to happen. So uh, your 401k ain't going to make that. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you need to start talking uh, a minimum, uh, you know, seven, eight figures, maybe nine. Yeah. So, Hold
0: on and I didn't want to I, w- I wanted to mention a couple of them. So Ukraine's president, uh, uh, Volodyr Zelensky, who was elected in 2019 on a pledge to clean up the country's notorious, corrupt and oligarch influenced economy is also named in the leak. During the campaign, Zelensky transferred 25%, uh, his 25% stake in an offshore company to a close friend who now Hunter works Biden. as president's, as the president's top advisor. The file suggests Zelensky declined to comment and, is, and it is unclear if he remains a beneficiary. The Russian president, Vladimir Putin, who the U.S. suspects of having a secret fortune, does not appear in the files by name, but numerous close associates do, including his best friend from childhood, the late... Peter Corbin, or Corbor or so, who critics who critics have called a wallet for Putin's own wealth and a woman and a woman, the Russian leader was allegedly once romantically involved with none responded for invitations to comment.
1: Yeah. Putin's mistress who grew up like in public housing, dirt poor, um, has like, you know, uh, a 70 million dollar net worth. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> I'm she guess- just got lucky. I'm guessing that's not her money. <laughs> no, that belongs to the people of the fucking uh, of of uh well, it belongs to, to Vlad, but uh you know, if she ever spent a dime of it, she'd probably end up uh, in you know, car bombed. <laughs> yeah, it just no shock there. It just yeah, par for the course, man. That's just how government works. Yeah, you know. So, I thought that was I thought that that first story was actually pretty funny
0: cuz that one came out right away. You know what I'm saying? Like that one came out pretty quickly. And we didn't get to talk about it last week, so now Again, and I'm going right down the list here because just some of this stuff is so good. So, have you seen at sporting events recently that there is a chant that goes on in the crowd? Uh, I have, actually, yeah. It's, (laughs) fuck Joe Biden. (laughs) Right. Which I think is really funny, by the way. Right. Like, you see these crowds where they're just chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Right. And then, so, they did it at Talladega Super Speedway. And the, the, the NBC reporter... Kelly uh Stavast, "Who I got to tell you? If you need somebody to think on the fly,
1: yeah, Kelly's your girl." Oh yeah, that was that was pretty slick. I, you want to play the clip, so uh, folks oh, do you want to play? Yeah, the let's, clip? let's go ahead and play the clip so uh, folks can hear what we're talking about here. So this is at a crowd at a uh, at Talladega NASCAR race, uh, you know. And uh, let's see if you can figure out what they're chanting and see if uh, Kelly is correct in her interpretation.
0: Hear the chants from the the crowd. Somebody. Let's go,
1: Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Told me you were gonna kind of hang back.
0: <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, no. Like, and again, if, I'll give it to her for
1: being slick, though. If if it was let's go, Brandon, why did they beep? Let's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was literally on the broadcast. They were beeping it. Yes. <laughs> and it was clearly after the beep they were saying Joe Biden. Uh, but like, yeah. there's no
0: getting around that. Like, <laughs> here's the thing: what the fuck do you have in your ears? Uh, well, because obviously it wasn't a fucking headphones. Nah, so you could hear what they were saying. She was
1: clear, clearly covering, you know, well, I know. now she she may not have been covering for uh, Joe Biden per se, but she was trying to play it off like, oh, shit, you know, there's <laughs> you know, that's an FCC fine waiting to happen. Uh, let me see if I can play this off you know yeah so but yeah that is, uh, that is funny yeah biden's approval ratings are really dipping oh yeah they're through the they're through the well they're, the, they're the going whole down the-, the whole afghanistan fiasco uh, really uh, you know turned a lot of people against him. yeah uh which deservedly so and uh now this whole debt ceiling and you know government which i think is all magnificent but um you know the the fact that they're you know having all these problems with debt and spending and all this and he mm-hmm. wants to spend you know another 3.5 trillion dollars and yeah it's uh, it's just going too far and the vaccine mandates are yeah. pissing off a lot of people
0: well you know what here's the thing weirdly enough when you look at the stats on the vaccine mandate there's way too big of a percentage of the population of america that are okay with vaccine mandates right. by the way right like that's a i i really didn't think that they would be that high However, there's one thing I wanted to read from the article. Okay. Red NASCAR officials initially posted the interview on Twitter, but then later deleted it without giving a reason. According to Fox, <laughs> right? the anti Biden chant was the latest in a series of public denouncements of the first tomb president, primarily in Southern red States, including at college football games, a box, a boxing match, and even at the Ryder cup golf
1: tournament. That's uh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Now I don't necessarily agree with. I'm sure I don't agree with uh, hardly any of the fans actually chanting it, but I love the fact that they're doing it. Yeah, mm. but hey, I wanted to. Uh, we we mentioned vaccine mandate, which was actually a segue that you kind of stomped all over. Um, but I wanted to, um, you know, uh, talk about. I had a. Uh, I'm going to have to be delicate how I say this. I had a conversation uh, with someone in the medical profession uh, this past week, uh-huh. and. Uh, you know, it's it, I've always been based on the data, the VARS data and, and, you know, things like that saying that, you know, the vaccine is kind of a coin toss, whether it's more beneficial to get or not. Yeah. OK, that's been my position for a long time. But you keep seeing all these situations where, um, you know, uh, all these people in the medical field are like willing to quit their jobs. Over the vaccine mandate, a, per, a a sizable percentage. Yeah, like uh, we just had a story this week where um, a, a, a healthcare organization that runs a whole bunch of hospitals in Colorado is threatening to fire two thousand people. Yeah, because they are um, you refusing know refusing, the, refusing the vaccine. Two thousand. This company is willing to li- risk losing two thousand workers uh, in order to to push this thing, and two thousand workers are willing to lose their job. Uh, to not get the vaccine hold on let's make sure we say this specifically though Two thousand health care workers
0: right these are people that are in the medical industry right so if there's somebody that can make their own decision as to what medicine they should or should not take it's these people
1: right right Right. and again i thought that you know i I was coming from a position where oh they're probably overreacting a little bit it's probably not that But like I said, I I talked to someone in the healthcare profession this week and they told me that they have personally seen in the Tampa Bay area, they have worked on two cases of cardiac arrests immediately within an hour of uh, someone being administered the vaccine and another case of uh, severe seizures in someone who had no history of seizures. And they also told me that in talking to other people that these reports are pretty common. So what appears to be happening is there are a lot of very severe um, reactions to the vaccine that are um, um, uh, not being reported correctly. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking about that. Well, well, don't you have to report uh, adverse reactions? And they say, well, normally by the time it gets to us, what happens is, is when they get the vaccine, say it's CVS or Walgreens, they're there for you know five minutes after they get it and that's when they fill out the form no I feel fine everything's good and that's when the form gets submitted and there's no adverse reaction and then later when there potentially is you know and what they were telling me was it was you know usually within an hour To 24 hours after the vaccine, where there was some kind of reaction, and again, there were. uh, This is anecdotal, of course, but you know, uh, this one person had three really bad reactions, firsthand experience, and talking to other people, they say, "Oh, yeah, I had a couple the other day. Had one, you know." So apparently, all the healthcare workers have seen these severe adverse reactions from the vaccine, and that's why you know so many of them have said, "I'm not doing that." You know, so I think we might be in a situation where. The adverse reactions are not getting fully reported now. The CDC or the FDA—I'm not sure which it is—but one of whichever one the the VAERS database is reported to has now said that uh, it is mandatory to report adverse events from vaccines but up until very recently was optional thing yeah so i think a lot of it was not getting reported so it it's now it it stands to make a lot more sense why so many healthcare workers are willing to lose their job over a vaccine mandate yeah i think it's sad actually yeah
0: it it really is sad at the end of the day that because here's the thing if you got covid and then decided to not get the vaccine you're still going to be fired even though your immunity's are way better as science has already shown, right. as history and current science has shown that you're you're just as good, if not bet you're you're better if you just get if you get it instead of getting the vaccine. Right, you have more antibodies, you have a more uh, less of ability to 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 get it, and they're still making those people take the vaccine.
1: Yeah, and it, after you know, it, my my position has changed a little bit. Um, after talking, you know, to getting the firsthand uh, uh, accounts uh, from healthcare workers just in my local area. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that, it is
0: anecdotal evidence. Well, but,
1: yeah, it is. But it's only kind
0: of anecdotal. Yeah, way.
1: it's it's it, it, again, it, this is not firm evidence, but it's enough to, to make me start to, to shift my thinking a little bit from, you know, being totally neutral on the vaccine to saying, well, you know, maybe there's more to it than uh, than we're being told.
0: No. I, I definitely think there's more to it than we're being told.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah. there's other countries again, now that are stopping different kinds
0: of the. Vet. Oh like, yeah, like certain ones. They're not you're not doing that because they're noticing because they're trying to put it in kids now. Right. Like now the oh, now know. the pushes for kids. Yeah. Who more kids died of pneumonia last year than died of COVID?
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think only like 500 kids total have yeah, died of COVID. and it was like 900 of, of, of pneumonia. Right, yeah. So, you know, the odds... This it, thing doesn't hurt kids. Well, not really. It can, but it's it's so exceptionally rare that it's, you know... Yeah, like pneumonia. Yeah. Like, they got a better chance of pneumonia. You're not masking your fucking kids up because of pneumonia, Right, you? yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... But you're doing it because of this, though but uh you know it goes to show you that again you just can't trust anything 100%. and you you can't jump to the conclusion that it's the exact opposite either. yeah. you know. so um you know just because you, you here i am saying that there's a, a a possibility based on anecdotal evidence admittedly uh that there is a uh much higher uh incident rate of adverse effects from the covid vaccines doesn't mean that they're you know implanting tracking chips in you or trying to sterilize you yes which again i can't put that completely outside of the realm of just because they're so evil yeah but i'm pretty sure that that's not the case but it does appear that I, i think we're getting less information than the whole truth on the adverse effects of the vaccines and i think that the healthcare workers are in a better position to uh, you know, see this and make their own rational judgment based upon what they're seeing in their work. Yeah. yeah. And to see the,
0: again, it's just so funny to see that the guy that's supposed to be the king of fucking compassion, Biden be totally uncompassionate about all the people that he has gotten fired basically right that he, because he was because he said we're going to have this mandate of 100 more employees and businesses need to start mandating it and because they have and they're firing people because of this right he shows no caring whatsoever about uh, you know about this so just to give you an instance so let's say that during the beginning of the pandemic you were a healthcare worker you were working double triple shifts making sure that everybody was taken care of at the hospital during that time frame you got covid right we're sick But made it through it right and then continued to work your job at this point because of because of Joe Biden and because of the the, the mandate that he's not forcing upon businesses but really using he's using the power of government and the force of government to force these businesses to actually you know to actually mandate these people or fire them you lost your job right yeah. I don't know in what world or what reality that Joe Biden isn't evil for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I don't know that uh, why it would come as a big surprise, which it was this week, um, when the uh, new job numbers came in and they were way, way down. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, yeah. If you're literally, if the government is telling people to fire people who don't get the vaccine and they start firing people to get the vaccine, you can't expect a rosy job picture. Because this is happening all over the country right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's happening in the airlines. One, you know, about 30 percent of airline pilots don't want to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. You know, so guess what's going to eventually happen? They're either going to be, you know, fired or, um, you know, they're going to quit or something like that. And uh, now, all of a sudden, everyone's going to be shocked when airline stocks are down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the flight delays are forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you can't get to Cleveland anymore.
0: Or, yeah. Or, right. And, and it's like, and, and how did have, that happen?
1: And you have tons of cargo ships sitting off the
0: coast of <laughs> California <laughs> yeah. that can't get docked because they ain't got enough workers to yeah. take the shit off the damn
1: and the shit you order from amazon uh, doesn't uh, arrive on the day it's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, guess what? There are consequences to all these actions of government. You know, government doesn't operate in a vacuum. When they do shit like this, it's going to have a ripple effect throughout the economy and this is exactly what you're seeing. And they don't care. No, and they, they don't. don't give they one don't. fuck at all. Well, they're just they'll just print more qu- quadrillion dollar coins. Oh my god. You know. <laughs>
0: just they're so fucking stupid, Look, man. every week I say to myself when I see some of these news articles, how are they anything but evil? Like, no, they are. are. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard this one or not, but and, and it, I don't think I, I don't think I have it in the show notes, but they are now tasking the FBI with, oh, and maybe it is in the show notes with going after parents at school board meetings.
1: No, I don't think that's in the show notes, but I, I saw what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. and there, This needs to make sure that you say this part of it. If you call your school board member up and threaten to kill them or oh, threaten yeah. to hurt them.
1: Yeah. Law enforcement needs to be
0: involved in that. But here's the thing, though. But that's already a law. Right. It's already in the books. Yeah. It's handled by local law enforcement.
1: Right. But if you're just angry and making a, a uh, you know, a firm point at a school board meeting. Yeah. But again, this is the this is the trend that is happening that you cannot speak against government once government makes a decision that this is the way it is if you have an opposing view of that you are a dissident and for now you know you're going to get kicked off facebook or you're going to get kicked off youtube but eventually you're going to be flagged as a terrorist no 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 and and they're already starting to say that they're already doing that now yeah they asked to call them the domestic
0: domestic terrorists and they said to use the patriot act against them yeah that's what they said I, i know I know like I, it's evil it's evil now here's the thing though if you're Kirsten Cinema and you're not going to vote for the, the 3.5 trillion dollar bill and somebody wants to harass you in the fucking bathroom well then that's not a problem right like and again I don't have any love for fucking Kirsten Cinema. actually I do have a little bit of love for Kirsten Sinema she's no a,
1: idea who that is
0: uh, she's a senator from New Mexico that was the one that replaced um oh no Arizona she replaced um um what's his name the dead guy McCain yeah, McCain she replaced him. Well, she's not... She's one of those... Her and Mansion are the two holdouts on the big $3.5 trillion bill Right. that's there. And so at, she teaches a class, I think, at Arizona State or something like that. Right. And then after the class, she went in the bathroom, and there were people that followed her into the bathroom to harass her. Okay. And nothing happened to them. Well, what did they do? Just talk to her? I mean as she was in the bathroom, they were just like, you know, you know, we voted, we voted for you to do this and we walked doors for you. And, and, you know, I mean, they didn't, they didn't say anything that was threatening her. They didn't do that okay. other than that. They were going to replace her.
1: Yeah. Then I, but you're in the shitter, man. Nah, I don't have too much problem with that. I mean, that's that, that's, I mean, I, hold it's, on. it's I, close to the line, but it's in bounds. I, but hold on. I bring it up for this reason is that
0: if you're, if somebody goes to a school board meeting and gets mad because they're teaching something that they don't like. And you think that person is a domestic terrorist. And then the other person who gets harassed is somehow not a, you know, like your, your idea of who's going to be, who's in trouble and who's not in trouble is really kind of fucking screwed
1: and up. And no, I, I disagree. I, I do think, well, again, look, the I think FBI, they should both be allowed to do what they're doing. Yes, exactly. And that that's where I'm at. I, I think both of those should be, you know, shit, I've done the exact same thing, you know, I, hell, I, I followed uh, Charlie Kristen to a bathroom one time to talk to him about something, but then I got a little freaked out because I didn't like the way he was looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked at, he didn't yeah, look at you I, like he was in a bad mood? I changed my mind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come in here, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk. He was a little, uh, Let's talk, his, buddy. his stance was a little too wide for my liking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it, it's just absolutely crazy how, how fast this is all happening. And, uh, I got to say, not to plug myself, but everything I'm seeing in the news today is uh, straight out of the Cassandra Trigger, available on Amazon by Adrian Wiley. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, but, uh, you know, first of all, we have articles about America running out of everything, yeah. and and that's happening. And, it's, and we explained why, by the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, we have articles about uh, we haven't seen anything yet as uh, inflation starts to kick in and food prices climb um you know it just it's insane and we've done this all to ourselves you know um microchip flying microchips are now a thing okay <laughs> so essentially you have floating drones uh with uh, you know the ability to collect data and they're the size of a grain of sand a grain of sand you know uh you have uh, Allstate, and they've been doing this for a while, but they really want to expand it now. All the insurance companies now want to install, uh, essentially, black boxes, like I talked about in my book, uh, into your car, uh, so that they can literally track all the tele- uh, telemetry data from your vehicle. So, in addition to GPS, they know exactly how fast you're going, and you know when you stop, and how much pressure applied to the brake, and all this stuff, all this data. And they want it sent to them in real time to give you a fifteen percent discount on your uh, car insurance. Yeah, you know? and eventually there's currently eight million people that have this, and eventually it'll be mandated because the government will want that data too, and local law enforcement will want that data too, so that they can see, hey, he just went over forty five miles an hour, send him a ticket. Yeah. You know? So let me ask you a question about this though, hmm. real quick, because I saw you put this article in here, and that.
0: I know that you wouldn't do business with an insurance company that did this. Right. You wouldn't want to do business with an insurance company that did no, this. No, I would not. But you wouldn't want to
1: necessarily stop them from doing it either, would you? I would want to stop the government's ability to access the data. Okay. Right. That fair I enough. would want to stop. Fair At fair least enough. without a warrant, a specific warrant for that person. I got you. Now, I'm okay with it if that person voluntarily decides to accept this tracking device in their vehicle. Mm-hmm and uh law enforcement has a real probable cause case against that individual um then they issue a warrant and say i want the records of this individual yeah then i'm still kind of okay i mean again in my world i'm an anarchist i don't want any of that to exist but again it's within the framework of if you're dealing with what we're dealing with right now for for our current situation However, that's not what is going to happen. What's going to happen is Allstate and Progressive and Geico and all these companies are going to collect all this data, and the government is just going to say, I need all this data on everyone. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give it to them, and that's what they're that, going to do. That's what they do. You know, that's what we they talk. did it with the phone calls. They've done it with the text right. messages. They've exactly. done it with your messages,
0: your emails. They've done it with all of it.
1: They've already. done it to Google to find out your location. They've done it with you know Apple Fitbit. They do it with everything. And and again, they're not saying I want this information on this one person. I want it. On they're saying show me everyone that was in you know this city on this day. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and again, it's it's that's for now. Eventually, when uh, this is established enough, and it's getting very established now they're just going to say feed this data into our, our system mm-hmm. and it'll be an automatic feed so they will know it the second that the insurance company knows it so yeah that's why i'm opposed to that
0: as, as you should be by yeah. the way yeah. i'm not saying that you shouldn't be i, I wasn't playing devil's advocate because yeah. i
1: agreed with them. and that's it you know in the book the uh, you know that was one of the objectives oh, no, the book cassandra trigger cassandra available tr- on it on available amazon. on amazon um that was one of the things that uh, you know the people trying to escape had to do was find an older vehicle that didn't have one of these systems in it yes you know so that they could get around it yeah you know otherwise they would be just screwed they they would every you know the government would know exactly where they were so <clears throat> Excuse me. And one more thing. It really I, makes you want to go
0: look for an older car, doesn't it?
1: That's, that's why I've said I'll never have a car newer than about, you know, uh, 2010. Yeah. That is probably the max uh, car I'll ever have because at that point, it really, there's too much technology in there uh, that can be exploited by, you know, a, a whole variety of people. Yeah. Pretty easily. So yeah, this the uh, the newest new car I've ever bought was a 2005 mile model, yeah. and I will never ever buy another new car, and I will be buy only old cars from now on. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just the way I am, you know. But this last one I want to mention is c- catalytic converter thefts have surged during the pan- pandemic. Ripped from the headlines, police police are fighting back, and I'll, I'll just read a couple of the, the first couple of sentences here. Um, no, oh, that's not the one. Where is it? Oh, our internet is not playing nice. Um, but uh, anyway, so what's happening is apparently people are stealing catalytic converters in large numbers all over the country. Uh, and the reason that is, is inside the catalytic converter is platinum. Yes. And uh, some other trace uh, precious metal sometimes, but primarily platinum. But it's worth money. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, here it is. Uh, McCarthy, who was a victim of, of this, uh, became one of a growing number of car owners regionally and nationwide who have lost their catalytic converters, an integral part of the vehicle's exhaust system that police say thieves are targeting for its precious, precious metals. So this is a, a real big deal, and it never really used to happen in the past, but it's it's really rising now since the pandemic. But I just want to read an excerpt from the Cassandra Trigger here. Available on Amazon. Available on Amazon. Uh, Here we go. I found him back there cutting apart a catalytic converter. Dale saw me coming. Hey, did you know there's nearly a quarter ounce of platinum in each of these things? Dale asked, holding it up and turning it in his hand. As a matter of fact, I did know that, I answered. But it never occurred to me to salvage them. I wondered to myself why I never thought of that. There's about 3,000 ferns worth of scrap platinum per unit, and there's plenty of them just lying around everywhere in junk vehicles. In fact, I could have stripped the one from the van as a barter item. I should have thought of that. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, just uh, a little, you know, dislocating my shoulder, patting myself on the back there. I understand that. But, you know, it's the thing is. Well-deserved, though. The thing is, is these things are so easy to predict, if you just really look at what's going on now, and what's going on now is we are turning into a nation and a planet of very oppressed people, mm-hmm. and we're we're at the I would say we're at the end of the beginning of this process, and the beginning of this process I'm going to say really started about September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the beginning of the process, but since then we have lost so many civil liberties, so much freedom. There has been so we've lost all our privacy, all our anonymity. And now that was that was really the first step, and now we're kind of transitioning into the second step where governments are taking advantage of it. Now governments and with their their partners in big tech and business big 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 business. Mm-hmm. Are really um, taking away our voice. They're we're being classified into two separate groups, uh, just like in my book. You had the Krats, and then you had everybody else who weren't really playing the government game. You know, yeah. playing the big corporate game. Um, and that's what we're kind of evolving to. And you know, they're 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 flagging it now as as you know, call it whatever you will. But it's the push against people now who don't just follow the government line hook line and sinker you can see it now the fbi this week saying people who speak out at school board meetings are domestic terrorists yeah you know it, it's just anti-vaxxers uh shouldn't be allowed to do anything you know th- mm-hmm. it, it's things that a decade or two ago which regardless of what we thought of those people you know their opinions it would have never ever occurred to anyone to restrict their rights or freedoms because of their political v- beliefs. Yeah, and now it's getting sheared on by a certain percentage of the population. Exactly, and it's it's getting, you know, it's going to happen very quickly from this point on. Um and it's it's terrifying to me.
0: Well, and look, and there are some people that will listen to what you just said and be like Adrian you're full of crap right I'm just as free as I was before I'm doing the same things that I was doing before they're not coming after me but you know and you know basically we'll just kind of you know lay it out there of like you're just being a conspiracy theorist at this point
1: well here here's the thing it, 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 if that's the case then you probably hit haven't hit on any of their hot buttons yet yeah you know um, if you haven't been you know at bare minimum um, you know kicked off a social media platform for example yeah then you're probably not doing anything that is uh, uh has risen to the level of uh you know what they would consider <laughs> domestic terrorism well you know you're, you're, more at this you're point.
0: playing within their overton window
1: yes exactly exactly you're, but you don't realize
0: that that overton window has shrunk so much that you're on the outskirts of it right now
1: yeah yeah, exactly. It, it's that window is definitely shrinking, and it's as it does, more and more people are going to be outside the parameters of it. Yeah, you know, and that's the difference. There was a a time where that that range in America was was exceptionally wide. In fact, as long as you weren't, um, you know. Uh, talking about violence or promoting actual violence or you know violent revolution or something like that the government was like yeah, yeah. Fuck, even if you were promoting it it didn't it, matter in either. a lot of cases back then yeah before like 9-11 the, you yeah know, it yeah. was only when you got like a little
0: more people together or if you were black
1: then you know. <laughs> right, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know uh, that's the why they went after the black panthers but but yeah it's uh it, it's uh it, it's a dangerous time we live in and folks uh, the best thing we can do is is pray for a, a giant solar storm that takes out all our technology, because <laughs> that would eliminate all governments, eliminate all currency, I eliminate was, all debt. You I know. was
0: never a fan of the big giant solar flare until recently, and then every time when Adrian would say it, I'm like, "Yep, that's what
1: we got to do." You know what? Yeah, we take a couple years, we do a little hunting, gathering, fishing, and, gather and, fish in, and uh, you know, then we rebuild everything, and we'll we'll get it right this time. We'll uh, try not to repeat our mistakes, but we will. We're humans. We will. Ugh. Maybe it'll just take longer to repeat our mistakes this time.
0: I don't know. No. I don't think
1: so. I doubt it. I just don't. I, it's
0: I, I think the sad part is, is that, again, we live in a world in which you have such a large percentage of the population that is not only comfortable in their chains, but is angry if you're not. Yeah. And I think that's the part that pisses me off more than anything else, is that you can't see what these guys are doing, or you're okay with it because you perceive that it's your guy that's doing yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and I think that's the prevailing sentiment. That is the prevailing. I, I really sentiment. do, and the, the polls have borne that out. Is is that you know even the people who want like to split up America into red and blue countries, um, they also want someone who uh, has much more power running those countries. They want strongmen. Yeah exactly as long as they perceive that strong man to agree with them yeah you know and guess what when you get someone in power they don't care about you they care about their offshore bank accounts as obviously done with the Pandora Papers, by <laughs> right, the way. Right.
0: Like, and again, these aren't wild conspiracy theories. Well, they're they coming out. Yeah, well, they well, used to be. The
1: only reason they were conspiracy <laughs> theories in is because they didn't have the papers. When we started talking about all these things back in the day, you know, we did sound like conspiratorial, conspiratorialist, conspiracy theorist. Um, but now it's like, how do you argue with these things now? With everything that just keeps coming out, like when we used
0: to do Liberty Underground, there were very similar discussions
1: being had. The
0: only difference
1: is then and now we didn't have the paperwork. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the the difference is now, and uh, thankfully that nothing is private, and that that goes both ways. So it's harder, it's becoming, as, as it is for uh, becoming harder and harder for uh, to us to keep our own personal lives private, it's also becoming harder and harder for the guys uh, in power manipulating the system against you to keep their um, things private as evidenced by the Pandora papers. Yeah. So it's a, at least there's that, you know, side effect to it. But again, it's still, it's, it's become so ingrained that some people, no matter how much evidence you present to them, they're still going to deny it. Yeah. You know, so
0: now there's one other thing I wanted to bring up by the way. And I, this is not a subject that you gave, you give, you give no fucks about this one. Right. But I did want to bring it up because I thought it was very interesting. So for the 2024 election, For president, right now, if you look at the polling data within the Republican Party, that the the leader of you know the poll leader in this one currently right now would be Trump, right? And I wanted to bring this up because they're asking him because he's you know he's which still shocks the hell out of me. (laughs) It does shock the hell out of me too. But the thing is this: this guy cannot help himself but to be an asshole in some of these interviews. And I want to bring up one thing in particular is that basically they asked Trump and I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not going to give you exact comments, but I'm I'm paraphrasing here is that, you know, they asked Trump about if he ran for president, you know, what would happen? He's like, well, most of the other Republicans would, would drop out, but, and and I'll read this from the article, but if Florida, uh, but in Florida, but if Florida governor Ron DeSantis, who's standing among conservatives has skyrocketed over the past year and a half, also makes a bid for the 24, 2024 GOP primary. Trump emphasizes, I'd beat him. Like, he went out of his way to, like, talk shit to, about DeSantis. Right. Now, it wasn't a major amount of shit. It was one of those, like, needling kind of shits. Is like, you know, yeah, he's fine, but I'll beat him. Right. Now, here's the thing. A decent human being would take the high road at this point and be like well you know be a good competition you know and and he could say also i've talked to him he's doing a great job in florida let him continue to stay in florida right you know he's going to continue to stay in florida he has no he has no ambitions to run if he did run it'd be a you know be a good race and that kind of thing so instead of being like having some humility with the people that you're on the side with well and again i know i know i know why would i even expect this but the thing about it is this how do you not like, look, I'm not in I'm not a registered Republican anymore, um, but if I was in the primary, I wouldn't vote for Trump no matter what. And one of the reasons is, is because he's such a fucking asshole. He doesn't deserve it. Right. Like he's not that good. He lost the last time. I don't like losers. <laughs> loser. And he's a fucking loser. No, he's a winner. No, he's a loser. Winning. He's a fucking loser. He's a winner. Not only is he, here's, here's how much of a loser he is, by the way. <laughs> Let me just explain this one.
1: Why are we still Not only did Trump. he
0: lose the presidency in 2020, he lost the presidency, is that he was such a baby about it that he cost the Republicans the Senate. That's what he did. There's no getting around that. He did that. The January 16th So now this this cudgel that the the Democrats are using every time, that's him because there was nothing he was going to do about that election because he was too much of a goddamn baby to actually just accept the results of the fucking election. Right. But he couldn't do that. And again, the Democrats are going to go in there. They're going to fuck everything up. Just like he fucked everything up. They they doubled down on his fuckery. But they use his fuckery to justify what they're doing. Because in this debt ceiling fight, the one thing the Democrats said is, well, when the Republicans were in charge, they fucking blew out the debt. Four fucking trillion dollars. This is why we got to raise the debt ceiling. Now, mind you, they're fucked up and they're going to raise it even more than he did. But they're not wrong. They're not fucking wrong. When the Republicans were in charge, all of a sudden, debt and deficits didn't fucking matter. Right. Trump gave out fucking $600 checks to everybody and their fucking mother. You know what I'm saying? All these pro
1: the, um, the, um, raise the, the debt ceilings to new levels, new it, records. New records. Know. Yeah.
0: The, the, uh, the, the, the eviction moratorium under Trump. Right. You can't blame Biden for starting that one. He wasn't in charge at that time these fuckers are just as bad as the other side it's only again we've talked about it before but it bears repeating if you want to argue about democrats and republicans to me you're saying i'd rather get shot than get hung or i'd rather get caught on fire than be than, you know to have my balls cut off or something like, that.
1: <laughs> like you're That's dead call, either man. fucking wow. way you're dead either way look all i know is yeah I, I'm, hey, I'm you tired, love trump i'm tired of talking about trump i've been tired of talking about trump for about six years now um and I hope that Desantis is the next president because I'd be very happy to see my protege uh, actually uh, win the presidency.
0: Well, yeah. you're not going to have him as the president the next time, and the reason is very, very simple as to why he's not going to be because he's going to run for reelection in Florida because that's his plan.
1: Oh, really? He's not going to run in 2024 for president? Yeah. No. no, no oh, okay, no. so he's going to wait till 2028,
0: probably. Well, good. He's definitely going to run for president one day.
1: Well, Ron, my boy, you're, you don't do it. You don't do what he's
0: doing without setting that up.
1: You're doing a, a mediocre job. Um, you know, I just uh, it's better than most, I would guess. But, uh, you know, just uh, just remember, uh, you know, to keep your mentor in mind. And, and uh, you know, what would Adrian do? So if you go with that, you're always going to be OK. Let me ask you a question. Do huh? you think he actually even knows your name? Yeah, I, oh, of course I do. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I totally believe that. that. Yeah. Went to the same high school as me. Uh, a few years afterwards, uh, we, which, of course, I was a living legend there. Um, and, uh, you know, he uh, he ran for governor in uh, the next election cycle after me. So you don't think he was following the governor's race just, back he's
0: then? He's not following you? Yeah. You think he's following you on that one?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I I actually do. I I think I again. (laughs) I'm being. I'm being partially facetious. Well, no, no. You don't catch a quarter million. You don't catch a quarter million votes out of
0: Florida, and not yeah. Because here's the thing. We knew the. We know the Republicans were nervous because we know what happened after that election.
1: Right. Right. right.
0: You know the reaching out started.
1: Yeah, and I think more from my high school because, like I said, in high school I was just such a god that you know, of course that yeah he would have known about me really. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Hold yeah. on, yeah. Hang on, hang yeah. on a second. Hold on.
0: The ID alone thing was probably is probably get you in legendary. Oh styles.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, me and a couple of buddies of mine had a uh, setup where we sold. We were the ones selling all the fake IDs in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually made them and knew you had a it, large it, copy of a driver's license. We yeah, that it, was life size. Life size.
0: So when you stood in the picture,
1: yeah, that was you in the fucking picture. Exactly. And we took it with a Polaroid. Um, you know, and it had like stick on and, and literally it was done uh with the help of a uh, uh a graphics design major from uf uh that's you know how we we yeah. did this and we set it up so you just stand in front of the thing we'd take your picture we'd do it on a polaroid we'd cut it out we had a laminating machine i mean it was a you whole know, system it, it was a factory yeah um and in fact uh like my sister uh went to the same high school 11 years later and she said you know not a day would go by like when she first went there that a teacher wouldn't ask her are you related, to Daydream Wiley? <laughs> and that was eleven years later. <laughs> so again, I, I'm, 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 I'm tooting my own horn here, but exaggerating old stories by quite a bit. But I, I definitely think that uh, you know uh, DeSantis uh, probably there there might have been a little thing in there where he thought, ah, well, if that guy can do it, might as well. Yeah. You know, so all right, so before
0: this hour is up, because I'm looking at the time now, so I'm not going to give you the oh what the hell. We have enough time for one more story. I the, think I think we got more than that, but go ahead. okay, well, hold on. This is the Facebook story. Oh, okay. So if you guys don't know this, there's a new whistleblower. Now, here's the thing. one, this woman isn't really a whistleblower. No, <laughs> this woman planned this shit from the start, in my opinion, right? Because if you listen to her, she didn't work at Facebook for a whole long time. she and i I watched the sixty minutes interview of her. And what she did, what she said was, is that she lost a friend to misinformation. <laughs> yeah, right. And what that was is basically that she, you know, her friend started believing things that she didn't like, and so she had to end the friendship with them. But then she felt personally heartbroken or whatever, and decided at that point that she wanted to do something about this. So she got a job at Facebook. In the section that was in charge of eliminating speech she didn't like. Right. And then after the election, Facebook changed their algorithm back, got rid of her department because Facebook was didn't want to keep going down that road for whatever reason, for money reasons, for whatever reason. They didn't want to keep going down that road. And I'm sure profits had something to do with it. She didn't like that. So she made 11,000 well-maticulated copies of all kinds of internal documents from Facebook, then quit Facebook, then went to the media with everything, and then all of a sudden you're on 60 Minutes, and then on Tuesday you have a congressional hearing? Right. And in the congressional hearing, what she said was, what the solution was, is for the government to To make an oversight committee and she could work there.
1: Right. She was pissed off because okay. Zuckerberg okay. didn't want to go as far as she go ahead just stop you you're taking it from the wrong angle to begin with she did absolutely nothing on her own this was 100% a government setup this is and this has NSA this has CIA this has um, you know all of those alphabet agencies fingerprints all over it because what she's coming out and saying Is the problem is that Facebook isn't regulating speech enough that's true okay and the position is is essentially that they're not filtering out anything uh, that doesn't agree with the accepted government position on things yeah
0: so Facebook isn't going far enough
1: right yeah, even it, though it, right.
0: even though they are throttling, they are throttling, you know, certain opinions and you, stuff like
1: that. You have to understand that government got a taste of being able to completely, uh, you know, uh, squelch free speech, and they liked it. They liked it a lot, and you got to understand this is what governments do. This is what Russia is doing. This is what China is doing. This is what every uh, totalitarian and dictatorial regime has ever done throughout human history. They do not want dissent. Now, no one wants dissent. Um, uh, you know, basically everyone wants everyone to agree with them and be happy and all that, but they're outlawing dissent now. Yeah. And that's what the difference is. And this is they know that they have certain limitations on what they can and can't do. But they have these tech giants that don't. And essentially and they've even got guys like us defending that, you know. Because we've said since day one, hey, Facebook's a private company. Well, they're a public company, but still, you know, they have the right to, you know, to do whatever they want to do on their platform. And I don't, I still don't disagree with that. And I still don't disagree with that. But what's happening now is governments are taking advantage of it. And this woman, I guarantee you, maybe when she started this process, it might have been that way. But the moment. The layout. The moment. Or the rollout. Yeah, the moment that the government got wind of it, they were working together to take it to the next level. Because what they want is they want pressure on the big tech companies to regulate speech and essentially to whitewash any speech that doesn't follow their narrative. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what the issue is, whether it's uh, the economy, whether it's uh, covid vaccines, whether it's climate change, it doesn't matter. And that's another one came out this week. Uh, Was it? uh, Yeah. YouTube is now uh, getting rid of. I think it's YouTube and I might have this wrong. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Is getting rid of any climate change denial videos. Yeah. So, again, hold on. No, no. It's
0: worse than that, though even if you admit climate change is real right even if you admit that they're, you know that, that, that it could be caused by man right if you don't exactly follow the line they're going to get rid of you. oh yeah like yeah. if you put even a seed of doubt in it right they're going to get rid if of
1: you If you even ask a question of whether you know how much or whether man contributes to it mm-hmm. you're gone and that's where we're going and and government is not necessarily behind it but they're fully they're 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 putting the pressure on under threat of regulation, well, and that's
0: and, and look, and they call this like the inside outside game. So they find right. a whistleblower on the inside, right? Who comes out and says something, and on the outside, you have the activists that are out there saying that you need to regulate these people, right. And then they let her then in. Then
1: Congress has to get look, involved. Look at
0: the, here's the thing. Look at the difference between her and somebody like Snowden or somebody like uh, Chelsea Manning right. or something like that. Like Snowden's exiled right now, right? For putting out true government information that the government was hiding from the general public, right? Julian Assange published the you know basically the same thing as the Pentagon papers. Yeah. And he's in jail right now. Yeah. Chelsea Manning had to go to jail for a long time because of the, the because of her and um, and um uh and and uh, Assange. Right. Basically cuz you know Chelsea was the one that put the stuff out. But if you look at that like this woman is getting like the red carpet treatment and it was Oh, of course. And here's the thing her name wasn't publicly known until the 60 Minutes interview right. and was already scheduled in Congress two days after that. right? How can you tell me that that was how fast it works
1: That's without
0: ha- them knowing it all ahead of time? They
1: knew it all ahead of time. You know, she's probably been working with them while she was still at Facebook. It's a very good possibility. Yeah. That's and the kind of four-year request I'd like to see. And there's actually a possibility that she was uh working with them before she even started at facebook it's possible i don't
0: know though because i i don't again i don't know that one i don't know that one and you know like i think it's all well how do you just be a random person and get that job well okay so my theory behind it is this her job like her her education is in the realm of the you know of the job that she got okay she was which recruited what, by censorship. She,
1: yeah, basically. <laughs> she, she got a degree. She in was censorship. recruited
0: by Facebook. And I think what happened was, is you had a, a person that was an activist kind of person. Right. Yeah. That found a way into Facebook. And her thing was, well, if they do what I want them to do, which is what they sound like they're going to do, right. then I'm going to be here to help them do it. Right. When Facebook changed the game for her, is when they dropped the stuff. Like when they when they said they changed the algorithm back. And look, the algorithm change that they changed back was you see more stuff that you like. If you like on things or comment on things, then you see more of that stuff. Right. Which... I understand why they say it makes you it makes it addicting. I yeah. can understand why they say That's that.
1: That's what it is. It's they're trying to keep you they're trying to get as much face time from you as possible. But so is they that want illegal you though? No, of course it's not.
0: And it's and and she didn't really claim that they did anything illegal because you're if, right. if you listen very carefully, they don't use the word illegal there. They're using the words like um, you know uh, what's the word for it? I don't remember the I don't remember the exact word I'm looking for. Unethical. Like, yeah, yeah, unethical. Yeah. Like every other bad word other than illegal. Right. Because nobody's it's not in jail illegal. for this because it's not illegal to do. No, of course now, not. Now they could know it's it harms people. Yeah, they could know it harms people. But you know what? Here's the thing: if you're going to use that realm, then Cosmopolitan, the magazine, harms little girls too. Oh, of Are you getting rid of Cosmo?
1: No. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> magazines really don't. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah have much but not because of anymore. government,
0: but not because of government mandate, because technology changed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Facebook uh, was uh, had a significant outage, uh, yes. as did actually a, a lot of other uh, uh, large online platforms, but Facebook was the most notable of it. But uh, I, I have to think that was probably a, a, a hack job. I mean, they say it was a misconfiguration of a DNS server, and I'm not buying that. You think it's a hack job? I think that was I think that was hacktivists, and I think it was probably hacktivists that are actually on the same side of the whistleblower that want government to regulate. Facebook. So you think they 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 did that like to cause multiple problems for Facebook at the same time? Exactly. Which it
0: is kind of weird that that, you know the day you have the testimony, all of a sudden Facebook it was the day after the sixty.
1: It was Monday. Yeah, it was the day after the sixty minutes uh, Interview. interview, and Facebook goes offline for five hours. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that's too much probably of a Probably the most productive workday in weeks. Yeah. Or in months. <laughs> right. yeah. U.S. productivity skyrocketed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. But, um, you know, I just wish, um, you know, that the, the hacker community is a very diverse community, and you've got people who are just hardcore leftists and communists, and you've got people who are, you know, anarchists, and you've got all p- points in between. Uh, so I think this was probably the... Uh, you know the the misguided left that uh, hacktivists that uh, probably took this down, but, uh, mm-hmm. sir, that is our our first hour. Really? Yeah. Don't. Stop it. <laughs> You fucking knew that. Yeah. Uh, so oh, much we didn't shit. get to. Uh, we got to talk about China because uh, shit's getting real in China. A uh, lot of things to talk about there. Uh, what else we got to? Oh, uh, we got some the, Terminator DFCs. Well, and AOC, congratulations for learning how to be a crappy politician. That's great. So uh, join us in the second hour by going to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, be a subscriber, and you get more content. See you on the other side.